Oh, there I she like is. that voice. Yeah, she lets Sound me know the right button. It is, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yep. uh, happy Juneteenth, everybody. Yeah. Happy Juneteenth. Happy Juneteenth. Oh, Even though also known, also known ago. as as white people time, uh, telling <laughs> the the Texas slaves yeah. that they were free because yeah, all right, it was well, only what two and a half years. So there, yeah, we're, there's a there's a there's a thing behind that that I actually read about why that happened the way that it was. Oh, not, I know not, why. Too, not yeah. giving them, not defending anybody, <laughs> but. It, it could be plausible that that's how it happened. But anyway, you know, so. Uh, go, go ahead and say it. Yeah. we get into it. Hey, hey. Uh, okay. Go ahead. No, just start us off, man. All Welcome right. to another episode of A Conversation with Open Minds. Today, the conversation is going to get a little... Oh, Harry, I think I think it's gonna go up ah. because of because of what we're about to talk about. It. I mean, you know, ah. everybody's got their viewpoints. Everybody's got their viewpoints. Um, but we're we're gonna talk about Juneteenth. We're gonna talk about the origin of Juneteenth, why it happened, how it happened, and why they celebrate it. Plus, I think a bunch of other things. If Noah decides to bring up anything else, what? And with that, with that, you oh, heard his really? voice. You know he's here. <laughs> he's on the left side of the room. Noah, shalom, y'all. That's right. And then running in from the bathroom on the right side of the room is my man, Randall. <laughs> just made it. That's right. Just got in. Did the whole chalk thing like LeBron. Just in. <laughs> yep. Yep. Dust. <laughs> Cloud of dust. That's right. All yeah. right. So with that being said, I think we will get started. But I will say, mm. so Juneteenth, from what I know of it, and I know very little of it because, you know, I'm not from here. Um, but, you know, Emancipation Proclamation was all set yeah. in place. Yes. The slaves were going to be free. It was, free. It, was a, it was a done deal. <clears throat> mm-hmm. so all those that got word. Not everybody mm-hmm. got word. Now, back then, we didn't have social media. We didn't have telephones. Well, maybe they did have telephones. Not long distance, I don't think. We had mail. Barely had television, so yeah, no, no television, no telephones. You know, carrier pigeon could have probably been the fastest way to get any type of message to, you know, the neighboring states, so to speak. And from what I read, I forgot the general's name now. Hold on, let me see if I can find his name. Specific general that I guess Gordon Granger. Gordon Granger arrived. Mm. Yeah. Yes. And it was order number three. So apparently it took him 15 days or 19 days to get to Texas to give Mm -hmm. them word that, oh, by the way, see all those people Mm -hmm. you got there locked up? They're actually free now. Mm -hmm. You must let them go. And so that's correct. That is the reasoning as to behind the delay. Not that Texas would have really wanted to anyway. But, um, that's the reason behind the delay from you know beginning of June to June nineteenth. I wonder mm-hmm. why it took them so long. To, if everybody else got word, how comes Texas? Why did was it so long? Why would you not like send word out to everybody at the same time? I'm just throwing mm-hmm. that out there as a question. I'm curious. Here, I'll, I, I'll throw in. Go ahead. Go ahead, Noah. I was going to say that's probably a good question that they ask in critical race theory class. <laughs> okay, and we're moving on to a totally With, different subject. New podcast. Well, no, not really. Not playing, really, but, playing. you know, but those are the kinds of things that that class is supposed to talk about. Like, you know, the shit that, sorry, the stuff that really took place, not the idolized, you know, hey, the Emancipation Proclamation and everybody's free and yada, yada, yada. 
it, it didn't really happen like that. So anyway, I'm sorry to steal your thunder, Randall. Nope. No, no, I just wanted to say to kind of piggyback on things that I read was now when America became free, I mean, word went like wildfire. Anytime something goes dealing with money, profit, mm-hmm. you notice how it moves around in America quickly. Mm-hmm. What I've heard and read is that the good citizens of Texas, you know, not only the yeah, word might have got delayed, but I think they wanted another harvest in that mm. in that slave trade, you know, you and maybe correct. we can get another harvest because think about it, it was two and a half years. Yeah, two and a half years. And I think that the government probably assumed that when they sent word out the first time that it would just go out. But I think the good citizens of Texas, and I could be wrong, probably had to be forced. They had to send force down there to force them to say, hey, we're free. Because remember, slaves are literate, so they can't read. I'm sure the Emancipation Proclamation went around. Right. You know, they knew. You are right. I do remember reading that there was a plausible theory that the reason it was delayed was because they wanted to get more work out of them. Of course. Before we actually let them go. Not like you suddenly let them go and everything was, you know, everything was great now. You let them all go. We're all equal. They got houses. They got, you know, cars. They got horses. Mm. They got everything. Yeah. And everybody just walked away happy. No. Mm. You Mm. set Mm. them free, but they still didn't have shit. No. But, so, and here's my thing. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, I was going to say, so uh, I'm tr- I guess I'm trying to understand the thought process, the rationale behind you're having oh, slaves and you, no, 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 but you're having slaves. You had them for a long time and suddenly somebody says, okay, that is now illegal. You need to let them go. And they say, okay. And so they do. And then they're still really treated like slaves for the most part anyway. They're just not owned by anybody. Mm-hmm. So, but check. Yeah, go ahead. So, what, this? so what has really changed in the way that they're being treated by the people that had them as slaves in the first place? Nothing. Well, you're not property. You're not owned property, though. Yeah, but you're not anything else either. No. I mean, you're just a person now who's just wandering around the world because you've got nothing. Yeah, and, but... and think about it too. They had no clue themselves exactly. what to do. I mean, I could just imagine somebody that's been. You know, not just them, their entire family lineage has been slaves. You know, that's all mm-hmm. they know is they've got the owner, the master, they're put to work, they do this, they do that. They have nothing, nothing of their own. And all of a sudden, they can go free. That's got to be a total mind blown. Like, no. this doesn't make sense. And I, I, I can. I can just I can try to imagine what they're thinking, but it's just got to be a total mess in their head. Now, let me bridge that. Let me bridge okay. that. These are these are the building blocks. These are the building blocks for Tulsa. Let's walk mm. it back. Yes. Think sure. about it. Think about it. So think about it. We're cool. All. We all cool here. Think about it. Yeah. Noah's family owned my family. I'm a black man. I'm setting it up. Noah's. All right. No offense. Uh, white, white Jewish. You know, we're going to keep all that in there. But say his family owned my family. And this boat came in and by force they told him hey, man, you can't own this family anymore. They're equal just like you. Mm-hmm. Now, imagine, let's set this up. Now, imagine as that trickles down over years, the same people that you own, the same culture that you looked at as property, begin to, in the Renaissance period, in the Reconstruction period, 
gain wealth all over start to move and prosper you see what that's breeding how that's breeding contempt how that's oh, yeah. breeding hatred those seeds are being because one you're like wait a minute i'm they're less than me so to see them prosper and some and in some instances outdo me coming from slavery that breeds hatred that breeds that breeds contempt that breeds uh oh yeah well, I the, almost, the building block for where we at yeah to I, 19, I almost i almost think yeah. that it's the not just that i think it's the expectation that you will still not amount to anything because we haven't helped you get anywhere so you shouldn't and they're now surprised that you are and like you said doing better and you're doing this on your own but but you're living as property now right that's what i'm saying so you're no longer property so we basically just said you don't own us anymore so just go so my thought would be we've just let you go you guys should be dumber than a bag of hammers, shouldn't be able to do nothing because all you could do for me was pick cotton and that was the end of that. But now all of a sudden you're building your own wealth. Well, remember the, <clears throat> the whole reason behind the slave was not the, you know how people get enslaved, not the mm-hmm. physical part of it, it's the mental part. Well, it's, well, it's, the, both. It's, it's both. It's the edu- yeah, it's the educate, but I'm saying the worst part of it is I can free you from slavery, but if I don't educate you, if I don't give you jobs, you know what I'm saying? If I put all these different expectations, i.e., the black codes and all this stuff as roadblocks, right. that will that will hinder you too. But I want to say something positive. I don't and want I to be all negative. No, no, I, I get that, it. I'm, I'm... Yeah. No, good man. Good. No, no, I'm just saying that I didn't know about Juneteenth. I heard about it, and I'll go back to my military days. I knew a guy that was from Houston. We were in basic training together, and he knew all about Juneteenth. He told me about it. I was going to say it's a Texas it. thing. Yeah, yeah. Man, in Texas, they learn and in school. They know this stuff, but it was not getting back to that whole critical race theory thing. It was not taught in schools in Florida, so I didn't know anything nope. about it. I kind of looked at it as like, ah, oh, whatever. And yeah. Until, yeah, until about four years, four or five years ago, when we started, you know, we talk or whatever, we really started to get into it and research it and see exactly what happened. But I'm saying that goes... I hate to see people that are, I don't, I don't want to say misinformed with the whole, because it, 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 it's, it's telling me that people don't want to know certain parts of history, because when you well, go yeah. back and tell real history, it makes people feel bad, and it makes them understand, that, oh, well, maybe these things did happen, and maybe, you know, that was America's first sin, you know? See what I'm right. Well, it's similar. It's it's not the same, but I think it's similar when people talk about Columbus being a rapist, being, yes. you know, an enslaver, being a murderer. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Christopher Columbus, the guy that discovered America, this awesome Italian guy. What are you talking about? No, no. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's yeah. first it's it's the it's the disbelief. And then it's the trying to justify it. It's probably all the stages of grief. Right. But it's like. Mm. What you're taught sometimes isn't what actually happened. And I think that exactly. that's part of the problem that we're going through now. And to bring it back to critical race theory, it's that, you know, you're, you know, you see these Confederate statues and you're like, oh, yeah, that's just the name of the school. That's just that. Who is that guy? I don't know. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, wait a second. That's the Confederacy. They fought to, you know, for states yeah. rights for the states to own slaves, yes. you know, to per- perpetuate slavery. 
it's not always what you're taught or what you're taught is not always the way it actually was or how it's the interpretation is so crazy sometimes. And I think I'm hoping that we're getting to the point where we're recognizing that kind of stuff and going, yeah, Christopher Columbus wasn't the nicest guy. You, you, yes. know, you know, you know, slavery what I was really not, bad. Yes. You know what I do not like is, and I'm glad you brought it up. When somebody talks about the Confederacy, they say Southern pride or that's my heritage. Uh. And my thing is, why do you get to claim heritage for something that was lost, that aside lost, but other people don't get to claim heritage, i.e., whether they're, you know, Native American, whether they're African American, whether they're Hispanic or Latino, you know what I'm saying? They don't get to claim heritage unless it fits into the category of what is American. And I'm going to just... American, American to me, I'm going to just be honest. American to me means white heritage. Mm-hmm. Everything else is an outlier. And I can, anybody can email me or, you know, call into the show or however you want to do it, prove me wrong. Because when I hear things and I hear the word American, I know what we tell people it means, but what it really means is everything that we value in this country that has been established by people that are Caucasian. Because tell me like, like with the whole critical race theory thing, like I would be more object to talk to somebody and be like, well, I really don't understand this, but yeah, let's try to figure out, like, did you hear that general talk? Yes. Um, when he, yeah, I forgot his name, but he was- Mark uh, Milley or Mike Mark Milley. Milley he was, yeah, joint chief of staff. He said, hey man, I'm a white guy. I don't know everything about it. And I might not agree with everything, but I want to learn to see yeah. how we can combat this. I want to see how what made all these thousands of people rush the capital. See, that's him saying he didn't say I agree, everything critical race theory is right. He just said, Hey man, I need to learn. I need well, to and, figure out what's going here, what's going and on. And then here. and then to on top of that, he threw out the idea that you know you could read a lot of different things. Like he says, I've read Mao Zedong, I've read um, Karl Marx. That doesn't make me a Marxist. That doesn't mean that I agree with whatever it is that they're saying, but I can read that information, process it and understand it. And that right there is that's education. That's empowerment. If you know about what, you know, whether you call them the enemy or not, you know, um, like for for Marxism, you know, the Russians and the Soviets, it's like you need to know what they're thinking. You need to understand how that works. And I mean, but with critical race theory, it's basically just. You know, I mean, we, we've talked about it, but it's basically the system was made for white people and not for black people and kind of against black people in a lot of ways. But and that's really the what there. But the, but the problem. The no, 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 there no, isn't. No, no, no. But the issue is, it's not that it's not that they they don't want you to teach it. But when they start to argue the merits of not teaching it, they take it personal. And it oh, all of a yeah. sudden becomes it all of a sudden becomes an issue now because it's like DeSantis said, we're teaching our kids to hate America. And it's like, I don't know if he realizes. I'm just saying, that word again. I, I don't know if he realizes saying you're teaching your kids to hate America by teaching them actual history is actually telling you that there was a period in time where America rails. And you're afraid. But what does he mean about afraid America? To deal with it goes that. that word again. Wait, well, well, I mean, again. there is that word. But the fact is, is it's a yeah. personal issue for them. When you start to talk about slavery, they suddenly go, but I wasn't there, yes. but I had nothing to do with it. But I, and you have to say to them, but it's not about you. 
right. whole slavery issue, this whole Juneteenth issue, it's not about you. It is about what happened, just like history is, just like World War II was not about us. It was about something else entirely. Hello? That's true. Oh. Are you still there? You no? cutting out, Katie. Yeah, Katie's oh, cutting out. Sorry. I'm here. Yeah, yeah. who you know? So, yeah, so the, the fact is, is all of the other stuff they don't give a crap about. It's the fact that, that when you listen to how they suddenly don't want to talk about critical race theory, it is because suddenly for them, you hit them in a personal level. And for them, that cuts deep. And they don't want to talk about that. And they wouldn't teach the kids that. No matter right. But it may be. What, what, what I'm saying, if, if, if we're also called Americans, right? We all have to pay the same type of tax. Well, most of us. No, uh, yeah, that's that's. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah. We have to do that if we're all American. This is all our history. I'm trying to figure out why wouldn't we want to? If we say we want to get along and be better as a country, why wouldn't we want to get into that? I I know the answer. Is what I I feel like it's what I said because I I'm I'm talking from a place of. I've been able, and I tell you guys this all the time, I've been able to, and KT mm-hmm. also, been able to live in both worlds. And when I say live in both worlds, I work, I won't say where I work, but I work in a place where it's dominated mm-hmm. by uh, Caucasian people. But I live in a world mostly, when I come home, it is mostly, mostly, not all, mm-hmm. mostly African-American people. So right. I can hear certain things from both sides. So I get a chance to live in those worlds and study and, and listen and look out for certain things. What I'm saying is if like DeSantis, let's use DeSantis. He said that we're teaching our kids to hate America. There goes that word again, America. So what is America? Is this not all America or is America? I feel like it's a play on words or it's a play of what we are we all have really our, talking about here? We all have our definition, I guess, of what America actually is. And again, yeah, you know, you know, we're living in their America and not a America. So but they're, they're, like they're feeling yeah. like their America is being threatened by teaching people what actually happened as opposed to what they would like you to know. Well, and I kind of get upset, too, because, you know, when you talk about the um, the Confederate statues, the argument is, is that, well, we need to recognize history and how else are we going to you're changing history? And it's like, right. wait a second, <laughs> you're saying we can't study the exactly. racism of right. America right. because it's the actual history. Yet you want to keep these Confederate statues up that were not put up right after the Civil War. They were put up years later, you know, to kind of go with the KKK coming along. And it, exactly. it, but it, it's, it's it, really aggravating. But I know it continues to control their narrative is what that is. That story is not being told from the side of the Black people that were dealt with in that. That's told from their side, and that's the story they want to continue to tell. So if you remove that and people stop telling that story, they're losing that control. I mean, they say say you're doomed to repeat history. We're we're doomed to repeat it because we've been doing it for the last 500 years. And I got to look at this. I'm I'm looking at this right now to get back to the whole Juneteenth. Texas has been celebrating this since... 1866. I was actually yeah. going to say that, but we did. Veer I'm off. looking Apparently at that right now. Yeah. For quite some time. Texas is the last one to do it. Actually, went one step further and embraced yes. it. Yeah, 19 January the first, 1980. Yeah, Juneteenth officially became a Texas state holiday. Yeah. Uh-huh. Wow, I did not know that. 1980. Yeah. 
Yeah, ninth June. Yeah, uh, well, I mean, you know. No, I'm just saying. No, no, I'm just saying. So since 1980, they've actually embraced it one step further again, more than the rest of America, who finally just picked upon it right now. Yes. Yeah. Well, I I think it's been brewing because I did hear about Juneteenth, I want to say last year or the year before. Now, that's very recent, right? But it went yes. from that awareness a couple of years ago into, oh, yeah, this is this is worth celebrating the. Yes. Well, halfly mm. the idea mm-hmm. that slavery was over, you mm. know, it wasn't. And to say that we're celebrating freedom, from my opinion, that's kind of a misnomer, because after slavery was ended, well, then there was apartheid that we mm, created, yes. you know, the separate but equal and the segregation and, you mm. know, all of that for another hundred years yes. uh, or more. Right. So, you know, but it's, it's semantics to say that it's celebrating freedom when it kind of well, is. But it is. It, no, what it the, is. What the is occasion probably, itself, I think, is worth celebrating. What it is more celebrating is independence and not actual freedom. I think it's celebrating the fact that you are now yeah. able to do what you want. Yes, there are probably that's a good, strings. That's a good concept. Yeah. yeah. There are strings yeah. attached, but you are now, which is the reason I say it is because I remember reading that someone said they didn't want it to call it um another uh you know african-american independence day because that would be confusing with july 4th and i read that i started laughing because mm-hmm. i was like how silly and i use much more colorful language can you be to not be able to recognize african-american independence day as opposed to white american independence day whatever <laughs> you want to call it because i mean it really was when you think about it back then we're not calling it that we say american independence day but really it was white america because black that America, true, man. black America was slaves. Yeah. yeah. So you know, call it for what it is. Not saying anything negative about anybody. Just that's the way that that looked. Fine. We've embraced that for the last God knows how many years. You know, I like. Uh, I see. I'm seeing right here. They had Emancipation Day. I, I like that. A Freedom Day. Yeah. Juneteenth is good too. But I'm just saying. I see. I mean, it, it's it's it is something. It is something that the white people won't understand. Black people embrace because for them. It is a moment of independence for them as a race and as a as a nation of people to suddenly mm-hmm. get that back again when you had it before living in your own country and you were snatched out of that country to come come over here and do craft work for nothing and you suddenly get freedom out of that. You're like unbeknownst to you, all of a sudden you're not free. Yes, I celebrate that in a heart. And I want to I want to say this too. To, to uh, our white listeners out there, I have people, white people that I'm friendly with, mm-hmm. that I know, that I respect. You know, I'm I am not saying that is it is your responsibility no. to be the brunt bearer of this. No. We're charging. We're charging. When we talk about issues like this, I'm not charging. Noah's my friend. I, no, I'm using mm-hmm. you as an example. I'm sorry. Sure. When it's yeah, a black thing, fam- you, can you, you can use me as an example. How about Hey, that? my family on your family, right? You just said that. So yeah, 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 yeah. We <laughs> Go yeah. ahead. So I am not charging Noah for what happened in America. I'm charging the system. You know what I'm saying? Remember yes. we talked to reparations about that? We're charging the system. We're not charging individual people. We can't do that because they had no, like they say, I, I had no part of that. That is true. Right. We're charging the system, our country, or however you want to put it, as a whole. All right. So so with you saying that, let me throw this out there real quick. What if somebody says to you, but part of that system right now is us as people? 
how do you then not not charge us because we are now part of that said system and that system is the one that is being held accountable for something so long ago uh, but how do you mean oh well what i'm saying because because if you think of the, the the system in and of itself it is the people you know, even though you say it's the government, but the government basically, are, you know, using the backs of other people to do that. So the system really runs through the people of America. The government doesn't have any money. So if you're blaming them, where are they going to get the money from to pay to do whatever it is that you're saying that they but should? We do. do that with we do that with everything. We do that. I know. I know. And I, 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 I totally, with, I totally get yeah. that. But for some reason, race reparations, slavery is a totally different animal to some people and doesn't sit along the same line as the defense budget or, or you know, education. It, it, to them, this is like a totally different thing that needs to be treated completely different. So right. to explain to them how you're not, and I'm just throwing the question out there. I'm not even actually saying you even have to answer, but it's like, how do you not, how do you get them wrapped around their head that as people, we're not saying you're the problem because you're not. We're saying the government is the problem and they need to do something about it that they should have done hundreds of but years we ago. Have, we have <laughs> references on that, right? We, we can talk about the Holocaust. Absolutely. We can talk about but, apartheid. But, to, mean, but, can, but, you know. No, no, no. I, I totally get what you're saying, but I think to some people, yeah. all those are separate, isolated incidents. They don't put them no, together. No, they're not as, isolated incidents. No, yeah. to you. Yeah. I'm saying to them, they are isolated incidents in separate areas in different countries, and they don't tie them all them as the same thing. People so, don't look at them as the as the same thing, just going on somewhere else. Let me throw out there that so, education might be the key, and that's for the people yeah. that don't like it. You know, the people that have been taught their whole life that Christopher Columbus was a good guy, that right. slavery ended with the Emancipation Proclamation, and that you know the century of apartheid was really really bad right. and and that education of you know that it wasn't that long ago and that you know this is this is still happening pretty much i mean to some extent it's, it things are a lot better now than they were even back in the 60s you know when they signed the civil rights um bill but i think that that's the key is to get education and the problem i think is that the people that should be doing the educating um you know that speak to that audience mm -hmm. aren't and they're doing the opposite they're educating the lie that America is not a racist country. Cause that's mm -hmm. like you said, it's exactly it. It's the country, right. you know, the idea that, you know, we have to pay reparations to the slaves that we brought here and then freed and gave them nothing except a hundred years of, you know, segregation and apartheid and oppression, mm -hmm. you know, okay. that should be paid from the government from yeah. not from the people, but right. yeah, all the money comes from the people anyway. That's the, that's how that works. But the government, the United right. States of America, the wealthiest country in the history of the planet, mm. owes that wealth to the slaves that built this country. And I don't think that education is being done at all. I think it's actually getting done in the opposite direction yeah. currently. Yeah. So well, once you get the, once you kind of get people on the same page that, you know, yeah, this is this happened. This was bad. You know, once they start to realize that these things did happen, that we're not blaming them. We're not blaming you, Mr. Right. So-and-so. We're not even blaming your parents. We're blaming the system, the country, the way that the system worked. And, oh, well, we can't go by what people did, you know, 400 years ago. Okay, well, you still believe a book that was written 2,000 years ago and those people, what they did 2,000 years ago. 
Apparently, so don't give me that you, as an excuse. You do when you, you know, wave the Confederate flag in the air. Apparently you do believe stuff. So, well, I mean, that's also <laughs> I mean, based yeah. on we grew up on the Dukes of Hazard, and no, you know, no, they no, were but, cool. But, no, no, no. But if you're telling me that if you're going to tell me that, you know, hypothetically, if you're telling me that you can't believe what was said 2000 years ago about something yet on the back of your truck, you're waving a Confederate flag. You're telling me you do believe something that was hundreds of years ago that you weren't there, you weren't even a part right. of, well, that the story you got apparently is true. Yeah, there, there's a hypocrisy going on that they believe this, Huge. but they don't believe that. And but, you know, but, but believe what they want, really. I'm saying this too. If mm. our, our country, our America, in quotation, we base this off a governmental system, off of we the people, right. off, of, off of for hundreds of years in everything that we do. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is, you can separate. It's just like when you have a big company and you're a shareholder. If something happens to that country company, something goes wrong, they get sued. They mm-hmm. sue the company, right? They don't sue right. me, Randall, even though I have shares. They right. sue the company. So if I lose that case, being a shareholder in that company, I'm going to lose money right. or yeah. whatever. That's how that works. But America has been steeped in... uh we the people, governmental oversight for, for since it was started. So you, to me to now come back and say, well, that, I'm not a part of that. It's like Noah's saying, you're picking and or no, I don't, I don't know which one of you said it. Hmm. You're picking and choosing yes. where you want to be part of America and then where you don't want to be. Absolutely. So we go over to these other countries, Iraq, Syria, and we tell them we're bringing freedom, we're doing the people wrong. <laughs> so we're going to conquer. Not only are we going to conquer your country, we're going to take your wealth, and we're going to hold the government responsible for helping build back the country that they were ruling the wrong way. So why not apply that? Hey, listen, the budget is never an issue when it comes to bombing other countries. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Never. Yeah. There is no, no, no. There is no budget. Exactly. Right. Yeah. It doesn't, no, when it, it comes matter. to bombing another country, there is no budget. There is that virtual money. They're they're, they're like a bunch of guys who are sitting around a poker table just passing around chips. So that's my whole thing. My thing with it, and to me it all ties in, but like Katie says, maybe somebody doesn't see it that way. They try to pull themselves out of it. Like if you're going to pull yourself out of of not being part of a, a greater whole, then you need to pull yourself out of when you get tax returns, when you get stimulus checks. Um, but yeah, I all think that, that stuff that comes with America. I think that's that's part of the issue is even when you look at government and you look at politics for, for what it is, I think people, even when choosing a candidate, for the most part, pick certain issues that they like and they will be okay with the ones that they don't. And not realizing that for the most part, a lot of the issues all kind of tie in together and all at some point may cross that you can't really have one without the other. And so it's very hard to say you're going to choose somebody based on certain issues and think that that's going to work as opposed to the others that don't. So, yes, overall, when you look at America, people look at it as, well, yeah, I wasn't a part of slavery, so I shouldn't have to worry about that. You know, that was like 20 million years ago. Why do I have to worry about that? Why are we still talking about that now? Well, because they're not educated on the fact that um, go ahead, no, and talk. Go ahead. Well, no, no, I was gonna say, I they, they, say so, they, so they haven't they haven't been educated on the the lineage of the effects of slavery and what continued to happen as to why it's still a topic of conversation. 
It hasn't well, truly it hasn't truly been dealt with is what it is, which is why we're still talking about it. Right. Well, and that leads me to my last point about, you know, the idea of incrementalism. You have to we we have to. This is the way it works. It sucks. But we have to take the small steps one at a time, small little steps, incremental change, incremental, you know, realization. And eventually things will change. I mean, from 100 years ago, things have changed from a thousand years ago. Things have changed. And, you know, sometimes it takes a lot. Sometimes it doesn't. But Every little bit helps every little bit, in my opinion. And like I said, it, it sucks for those people that have to deal with it personally, but this is the way the world works, the way people work. And I, I'm happy that it's a holiday. I wish there was more that would happen. And I do think that things, more things will happen to commemorate, to celebrate, to hopefully make right a lot of the wrongs this country did many, many years ago. And even not that long ago. Okay. Well, I think, I'll, I think recognition right is great. Hold your thought right there because we're going to lose it in a minute. So we'll take a short break and be right back. There we go. There's my girl. So anyway, we're back from our short break and we are going to continue our conversation on Juneteenth, amongst other things. Go ahead, sir. I had this is Randall here. I want to make sure because when people get mad, I want you to address the right person. <laughs> this is me, <laughs> not my compadres. This is what I don't like about what's going on in this world. And I don't know if I said this before, but I, I forgot. I don't know if Katie said it or Noah said it. It's almost like when you were saying that. Uh, I guess people don't want to assume the responsibility or take on an extra added burden, even Mm -hmm. though they don't agree with what's going on. Mm -hmm. Well, as African-Americans, we have always had to do that. Mm -hmm. We've had to go to World War One. We've had to go to uh, World War Two, the Korean War. Muhammad Ali didn't want to go to Vietnam. He famously said the Vietnam Never did anything to me, but over here in America, I've been called the N-word, I've been sped on, I've been oppressed. So why am I going over there fighting the people that just want to be free, just like me? Right. But so when somebody says, well, that's not, you know, that don't got nothing to do with me. Well, for, for hundreds of years, even though, like Doc Rivers said, Doc Rivers, the coach of the now Philadelphia 76ers, said, as, as black people, and I can only relate to black people, but I can relate to all people, but I am a black man. He said for hundreds of years since we got here, we've been giving to America and we've been wanting that love. We're like that girlfriend that even though the boyfriend treats them wrong in an abusive relationship, they still want to love the boyfriend and they keep coming back. The boyfriend keep beating them up. They keep coming back. Well, that's how we as people feel in America. We keep giving our 100% and we keep going these places and showing up to all these things. Look at Jesse Owen in the Olympics. Mm-hmm. Man, he, that was in the 1940s. He was getting discriminated against in his own country. Even Hitler. Hitler sent. You guys need to read this book. It's called Triumph by Jeremy Schapp. It's about Jesse Owens. As Jesse Owens was competing in the Olympics, for the United States against Germany and Hitler, he was not even accepted in his own country. He was treated less than Hitler. Yep. When he was in Germany, Hitler sent Jesse on telegrams, letters, 
telling how can you run and get gold medals for a country that does not even like your people? He was using psychological tactics. But what did Jesse Owens do? He pushed through. He endured, even though he knew he was being treated bad in his own country. Right. So I feel like with the excuse when people say, well, that has nothing to do with me. I don't need to you know, be a part of that. Yes, you do. Because if we are truly Americans and we're truly in this together, we have to own up to what we're doing, mm-hmm. whoever we are, and try to fix it. And that's my parting shot right there. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let you guys have it. Wow. Yes. Right. I, I agree. I, how can you follow that? I've been practicing that all day, all week. Yep. Drop the headset. <laughs> I did right here, man. Hilarious. Um, in the word, yeah. in the words, of, oh yeah, yeah. No, no, in okay, the right. words of Bernie Mac. No, I was in the words of Bernie Mac. White people, I love you. I still love you. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I still love you. I love all people, Latinos, yeah. Native Americans. I yeah, love, I, but I gotta express this. Well, I, get it out. I think people understand that 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 ideology, that notion that you can express displeasure for something, mm-hmm. yet still love like whatever it is you're still talking about. There's yeah. parts of it you don't like. There's parts you would like to change. There's parts you would like to be a little bit different. Um, and like any relationship, like you said, I mean, for the most part, really it's getting the two people on board with the same idea that this is what went wrong and this is how we're going to fix it. And right now we don't have a lot of people on board with what went wrong way back in the 1800s and trying to fix that today because it should have been fixed back then, but because you still have an ongoing deep seeded, deep rooted issue, it's part of your general makeup. So it's always going to be there and it's always going to be a problem. I mean, it is part oh, yeah. of it is part of the makeup of America. No matter how much you don't want to deal with it, no matter how much you want to turn the other cheek, look the other way, and think, if I just don't do anything, it'll be fine. If we all hold hands and sing "Kumbaya," we'll be great. No, because mm-hmm. your your underlying um, issue is the fact that there is this hate that has been built up through the years that you may not personally have that hate but it's manifested itself in some other way mm-hmm. that you may not even realize that, you know, there are times in your life where you may look at a person a different way or a particular way and not realize that you do that all the time. And whether it isn't, it doesn't even have to be black people. It could be Asian people you hate. It could be Hispanic people you hate. It could be anybody that mm-hmm. you just hate, but you look at them a certain way because that's what you've been taught. That's what you know. And you don't seem to realize that that's where the problem lies is, is we're continuing that teaching that we're supposed to be learning from, that we don't do that crap again, and yet still we're doing that crap again. So True, very true. Very good um, word, good word. Hey, man, let's continue to celebrate Juneteenth, everybody. Oh, that's what I it should be, it's a, it's, you know, it's a, it's a federal holiday, so I just feel like anybody's Everybody hey. should feel comfortable saying happy Juneteenth. Everybody, hey. not just black people. If, yes, everybody. Yes. If we can celebrate Christmas and Kwanzaa, exactly. <laughs> we can have Independence Day and Juneteenth. Yeah, Absolutely. And <laughs> exactly. Long, exactly. Listen, why stop a party when you could have a party? Exactly. <laughs> I actually read that. 
I actually read somewhere that they actually said that it probably could just be another reason to drink and have a party, kind of like Cinco de Mayo. And I was like, hey, hey. if that's what they want to do, I truly don't care. It's not about them. You know, Mm -hmm. it's not about them at all. If if you really understand the history of what it is all about, you will understand why it is that important and not it's just another reason to drink and have a party on Wednesday. That's right, man. So we want to make it better for our kids. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that's where that incremental comes from, because the kids are, you know, the children are our future. Yeah, they are. <laughs> didn't, Whit- didn't Whitney say hey. that? Whitney said no, that, right? no. Randy wants to say that. <laughs> Randy wants to say that. I don't know, but that's right. It's true, though. It's true. It's you true. Let but... them lead the way. <laughs> Randy wants it, everybody. Randy. Oh, oh my gosh. Happy right, Juneteenth, everybody. Oh, Happy Juneteenth. Let's end this one. Happy Juneteenth. We'll do another one another day. So, with that being said, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Uh, we, we had a good, I think, heartfelt talk about yes. Juneteenth. I think we've all learned a little bit more about it. We've all understand a little bit more. We hope you did too. So, you know, wherever you get your podcast, wherever you listen, subscribe to our podcast and don't miss an episode as we would love to hear from you. We would enjoy wanting to give you new content on a weekly basis. So with that being said, just remember this, people, no matter what you do, wherever you go, always remember to have a conversation with an open mind.